Hi, everyone. Welcome to They Had Fun. I'm Rachel, and I'm back with another amazing story about New York City. But up first is our Rachel's Rex, and this is no ordinary Rachel's Rex. This is your holiday gift guide, and I'll give you one guess what all of these gifts have in common. No surprise. They're all local New York City businesses. This is who we should be supporting at this time of year. So I don't know. I came up with the idea for this last week. I thought it would be super fun. I think I have some great ones on here. There's a lot of different price points, a lot of different interests. Uh, so let's get started. And the first one was making me laugh so hard because on our question last week of what did you want to hear in a Rachel's Rex, someone wrote in uh, a suggestion for an absent-minded husband. I think that's how it was worded. And so, of course, where did my mind go? Jewelry. And this is a true personal favorite of mine. Michelle Varian in Brooklyn. They used to be in Soho. Now they're on Atlantic Ave. My wedding ring is from there. My engagement ring is from there. About 80% of the jewelry that my husband gets me is from there. And I love everything they make. And up first is their Mother of Pearl Gradient Gold Ring. This is our most expensive item on the list. So just know that there will be other options. This one comes in at $370. But pearls are super in right now. I must tell you that. So if there's someone that maybe you need to, you are absent-minded and you need to make up for that, this would be a great gift for them. Maybe it'd be a great gift for yourself. Sure, why not? It's beautiful. And if this is out of your price point, they have a lot of other things. They have home decor, they have necklaces, they have everything. So go check out Michelle Varian on Atlantic and maybe get the mother of pearl ring. Why not? Next up is another one of my absolute favorite stores in all of New York City. It's the Sullivan Street Tea and Spice Company. I'll give you one guess where it's located. It's on Sullivan Street in Greenwich Village. But this year they're doing their Winter in the Village Holiday Tea and Spice Set. This comes in at $36. It includes a lot of their different teas and spices. And it includes one of my absolute favorite teas they do this time of year. It's Winter Chestnut Black Tea. It's delicious. It's perfect to cozy up with. And all these come in a cute little box. And it has a Made in New York sticker on it. You can get it online. You can get it shipped. I highly recommend going into the store. They have a bunch of jars filled with loose leaf tea and spices it's so cute everyone working there is so wonderful I, I'm not exaggerating with that I've been going for so long and I just love all of the employees there so go check out Sullivan Street Tea and Spice Company and this year you can pick up the Winter in the Village Holiday Tea and Spice Set $36 okay this is one that I'm personally so excited for this is one reason why I'm not letting my husband listen to the Rachel's Racks until after Christmas this is Joya Studios has paired up with Lou Kali, my absolute favorite pizza spot in all of New York. And if it's not yours, what do you think I'm going to say? I'm a New Yorker. I don't give a shit. It's my favorite place. And they're doing four specific candles. This one that I really want in particular is the Aglio. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Listen to the description of this thing. I, I, it just sounds absolutely incredible. Fresh minced garlic sauteed and sizzled in olive oil to caramelize perfection. This is the candle we're talking about. It just sounds so good. This is $48. This would be perfect for someone in your life who likes really fancy candles. Maybe they got a new apartment. Maybe someone just bought a house. And probably not. That's not happening anymore these days. Uh, I think it's going to smell great. You can pick it up at their studio. I'm going to bike down there next week to go smell all four of them. You also can get it shipped. I think this would be a great gift for someone. And it, it's a little fancy. Why not? On to our next one. This is also something that's located in Brooklyn. Whisk, the kitchen supply store, you know, whatever you'd like to call it down on Atlantic, has been sending out emails that I think are so cool with their cocktail series. So they give you an item to buy in the store, 
a cocktail recipe that you can make with it. And then they also have a video. So I'm going to link to all of those on the Instagram. Don't worry. But this one in particular is the Rosemary Cocktail Spice Bitters. They're $18. So great stocking stuffer, or maybe it's a gift you want to get for someone. And the drink they're recommending to make with it is a Rosemary Greyhound. So you don't have to make the Rosemary Greyhound. You could probably make some sort of mocktail with it too. I bet that would be delicious. But I just love that they're putting this all together. Once again, you can pick it up in the store. You can get it shipped. I think this would be a great gift for like some culinary person in your life, someone who loves to make drinks, uh, anyone. I think it could be super fun. So that one's good. Whisk on Atlantic Avenue. Next up is my tried and true, my go-to, ringing in at $5.98, the Zabar's Classic Coffee Mug. I have about 10 of these. I've been buying them forever. I get them as gifts. I ship them to people who leave New York and miss it. I give them to people who live here. It's just such a great gift. It's so cheap. And what do you think I'm going to say? You can buy it in the store. You can get it shipped. I love them. $5.98. $5.98. What can I say? I'm a Zabar's girl. I love it there. Perfect gift for someone who lives in New York, but maybe doesn't get to go to the Upper West Side that much. Sure. Okay, this next one, I'm, I I think this is really, really fun. Here's why. Okay, I'm recommending that you buy a membership to the Queen's Museum. How often do you go? Maybe not that much. The individual is 75, but what if you bought the duel for 140 for someone in your life that you want to go on some dates with? Maybe this is a close friend. Maybe this is your partner. Maybe this is a husband. I'm not sure, but I think the thing that would be really fun and that shows you put in a bunch of effort is you not only buy the membership, but the idea is whenever you go, once every other month or once every three months, you go see the new exhibit and then you go try out a new food cuisine near the museum. How about this? This is good. You can go to Elmhurst, you can get tacos, you can get tamales, you can go to Flushing, you can get some Chinese food. If you're feeling up for it and the weather's nice, you could walk down to Forest Hills. You you have all sorts of options for God's sakes. It's Queens. It's all of the world's food in one place. I think this would be such a cute, thoughtful, fun gift to go and do with someone that you like to spend a lot of time with. And of course, don't forget that the Queens Museum has their permanent installation of the panorama of the city of New York. That's a full recreation of all of New York City, the buildings, the bridges, everything. It's absolutely beautiful. Get a membership to the Queens Museum. I think this could be a really lovely gift for someone in your life that you care about. Okay, on to our last and final one. And what do you think it's going to be? It's a curated day from They Had Fun. It's a perfect gift for anyone in your life, whether they live here or are visiting. We can put together the perfect day in New York City featuring all sorts of things like this just for them and yeah we'll cater it to their interests they will tell us what they like what they dislike how they want to get around do they want fancy do they want casual you know that we love New York City you know that we got the goods get a curated day for someone in your life we're gonna have all of this up on Instagram all of the links we will mention all of the businesses so go out and support some local business in New York City we are firmly anti-Amazon over here at They Had Fun we live in one of the greatest cities in the world so why not go out and support everyone who keeps this place running go out and have some fun guys I hope you're having a good holiday season. Let's get on to my guest this week. I love this girl. I'm so excited to talk to her. She is so wonderful. She is a singer and a musician. She has on all streaming platforms. And most importantly, she is an independent artist. Please welcome to the show, the absolute doll, Angela Gray. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you. I mean, I just want to start off by saying that your voice is just like butter and poetry and all of the words we could think to come up like uh, really people if you're listening go find Angela Gray with an E on Spotify it's so lovely I mean you do all types of music but you know uh, a large portion of it being jazz and I love jazz music and Mm -hmm. it's just 
so wonderful and beautiful. So there you go. We're starting off with just a compliment of how much I love your voice. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I do sing jazz. I guess you could say jazz is my nine to five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Pays the bills. Yeah, barely. Girl, barely. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I equally pursue my jazz career and my my own original music in equal, you know, stride. Yeah, I was seeing uh, one thing that you have been posting about on Instagram that I love is you're doing this series called Songbirds NYC. Yes, it's an all-female singer-songwriter concert series. And I had started it about a year ago. And basically, we showcase female singer-songwriters. I wanted to build this community of female musicians who could be in the same group, uplift each other, share our music, bring people to our shows and just support each other. Just per chance, we ended up getting a monthly residency at the Bitter End in the West Village. Anyone is even familiar with the music scene in New York, the Bitter End is like the most iconic, oldest rock music venue yes. in the city. Everyone who's anyone has played there from Aretha Franklin oh, to James Taylor, Nora Jones, Etta James and Lady Gaga, like everyone wow. has played there in the beginning of their career. So it was just like such an honor to have our place there. Wow, that is incredible <laughs> that that is the likes of which you are playing, but not surprising whatsoever. And I just think it's so cool that you're getting a you get to play in these spaces. And like you're saying, I mean, even just the way you're describing it, I love hearing about these like, quintessential classic New York places that people can go to to see music. And I think sometimes people might forget about them or they think about bigger venues or something. And it's so great to know that you can walk in to the bitter end and see Angela Gray performing her own music. And that's still happening in New York. So everyone who says, you know, it's not happening anymore is wrong. <laughs> they are wrong. You just you're just not looking. You're just not looking. Okay, so we love your music. I sort of know the answer to my first question, but I am—I uh, must ask, and that is always, when did you move to New York City? So I am a native New Yorker. Hell yes. But on paper, <laughs> I was actually born in Los Angeles. And it's by default. It was by accident. My mom was living in New York. All her family, all her brothers, they all live in Los Angeles in the California, like, West Coast area. So when she was pregnant with me, she went to go visit her family in Los Angeles. And she was just so pregnant that her doctors were like, you can't get on a plane pregnant. <laughs> so she gave birth to me in L.A. And wow. my first three months of life were in L.A. So technically, <laughs> I've been in New York City since I was three months old. Wow. And do you ever kind of hold that against her? <laughs> like now I, I totally hold yes. that against her. Like my dad didn't even make it to my birth because he was in New York, obviously. Yeah. I'm like, mom, how can I say I'm born bred New Yorker when I wasn't born in New York? <laughs> how, how could you do this to me? I mean, listen, for all intents and purposes, you are a born and raised New Yorker. You are a native mm -hmm. New Yorker, all of these things. So we're just going to go with that. So your family is from New York. You were raised in New York. What neighborhood were you raised in? I was um, raised in the Upper East Side. Oh, wow. Okay, nice. And how, how did you like that? Was it interesting? Was it obnoxious? Was it beautiful? It was all things all at once. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's so funny because everyone is like, New York is so exciting. But then no one knows, you know, the Upper East Side is the most rural, like non-urban <laughs> area you could grow up in. It's just so family oriented. But it was still fun. I'm really grateful for my upbringing. I think it made me very street smart. 
I was using the subway when I was 11 years old, you know, wow, going on my lunch break outside, uh, walking to school by myself. It was just a nice, safe community to grow up in. Yeah, I think the Upper East Side is a bit sleepy, but there's all these fabulous art institutions and lovely architecture. And there's the best architecture. Yes, there's some great things up there that we forget about. So your family is from here, but is have they been in New York for a long time? Or is there any reason? The second question is always, why did you move to New York? But is there a reason that they moved here or anything in particular? Like many things, you know, my parents were immigrants. There you go. My mom is an Im- immigrated to the U.S. from the Philippines. And originally, when she was like 21, I believe, she moved to California because she was the youngest of seven siblings. All of her siblings were in California. Wow. And she was just kind of like, I'm sick of my family, you know, like, I'm sick of my family, I need to be independent, I need to have my own life, I need to be away from this Filipino toxic culture, because if there's anything you can, you can learn about Filipinos is that we love to do chismosa, which means like gossip, talk about each other's (laughs) lives, be in each other's business at all times. And she was like, I just need that like physical distance from my family. So she moved to New York and that's how she ended up there. My dad was always on the East Coast and my mom remarried. And my stepdad is a born and bred American, Anglo-Saxon, as American as they come. (laughs) Well, your mom sounds like she's awesome. Like just being like, I got to get away from this. And then just came straight to the like biggest city in the world to get away from everything. Exactly. She's had an amazing life. And one day I hope she writes a book about it. (laughs) So considering all of these things about the way you grew up and having been here and your family and the immigrant experience, I have to ask you the most important question of the show, Mm. which is Angela, what is the most fun you've ever had in New York City? I don't know if anyone is familiar with like the promoter life in New York City, which is basically like these clubs will pay promoters to promote their clubs, bring women into the club because it makes the club look like it's hip, it's happening, (laughs) you know, brings in, you know, it's, yeah, that was my whole entire like college life. Basically, I knew so many Norwegians and um, Swedish girls who would (laughs) come to they would like move to New York City. And they would be so broke because New York City is so expensive. And they'll go to a promoter dinner because it's free dinner. It's free drink, free entrance to the club. You knew a lot of people who were doing this or you did this as well. I did this as well. Awesome. Yeah, because I went I went to school in the city. I went to Berkeley College. We had like two club promoters in our school. That was like our college experience was going to clubs instead of going to frat parties or sorority parties. <laughs> so distinctly like a New York college experience. That's so Yeah, funny. like at like just like these 18 year olds going to a club. So crazy. I remember one night we were like, okay, our goal tonight is that we're gonna meet a guy, we're gonna get drinks, we're gonna meet someone. And that night, it was my friend Sabrina's birthday. If it's your birthday, they'll like come out with this big sign. Yes. That says like, happy birthday. You're like, happy birthday, Sabrina. And, yeah. and so like my friend's sign comes out. All of us are just like super excited, like whatever. Do you know what club you were at? Yes, we were at Tao Downtown. Oh, this is, see, this is an important detail. We need. Okay, so you're at Tao Downtown and you're like 18, 19. And you're just like, this is it. We're so cute. We're like so young. We're meeting all of these guys. Exactly. We're getting drinks. Exactly. And like, it's her birthday and we're on cloud nine exactly and so we're all excited it's a fun time and all of a sudden at the same time this huge fight breaks out like on the table i'm trying to like (laughs) explain this with words there's three tables 
So on the corner table is a group of men in like suits. And we were like, oh, finance bros, cool, whatever. <laughs> a group of handsome, fit, over six foot tall men. And these are, this is a detail that's important later on in the story. Okay. So like these really tall, fit men are in the corner table and we're in the middle table. Next to us, a fight breaks out. Like drinks are being thrown, oh, like glasses wow. are being broken. Damn. So our whole table of females moves to the corner table <laughs> of these men. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Please excuse me, but I have to yeah. sit with you right now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like we like all shift. And at the time I was standing on like this this lounge chair, I guess. And the lounge chair continued into the guy's table. And so I literally accidentally fell into the lap this guy oh my god I'm so sorry and he was just like no it's fine you can stay here as long as you want and I was like okay maybe I will (laughs) you are like really bringing the rom-com vibes today had fun today I I love this because we don't often get things like this so I love this exactly it was like the perfect meet cute I guess I was like oh (laughs) here I am falling in your arms literally (laughs) yeah so because of what happened we ended up at this table with these guys, we assumed that they were finance guys because we were like, who would go to a club in full on suits? You know, like who else would do that but finance bros? Like they're probably coming out of work. But we just kind of felt weird. Like it's so funny how they're all so fit and all over six foot. We we're like, whatever. Went right over my what head. Is this gonna be? Yeah. I no, it's going over my I'm like, is this like a wedding? Is this like professional sports players? I don't know. Okay, well, so we're gonna see. Like, we're gonna see. Yeah. <laughs> so like it just like goes overhead. We're like, whatever. They're they're cute. Love them. Cute. And there's this one guy, especially. He had like tattoos all over his hands and rings, and he was super fun. He was like buying me drinks, and he asked us, "We're gonna have an after party. Do you guys want to come with us?" It seems like this is such a chaotic place, and we were like, "I guess, sure." It's my friend Sabrina's 21st birthday. So this should be the craziest night of her life, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they ordered us cars and we went to One Oak. One Oak is like the best club in the city at the time. Yeah. We go into One Oak. They have this table. And it's just so crazy because One Oak is already like top tier club in New York City. So like one of my friends had disappeared for like five minutes and obviously a group of girls. Everyone should be checking up on each other. Yes. Make sure no one's getting roofied. Make sure everyone is safe. And we were safe. Everything was fine. They were very nice. They were very cordial. No problems there. And I like message. I'm like, where are you? And she's like, I just found my way into the VIP room and Brianna's here. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Left me for Rihanna. I mean, I would leave her for Rihanna too, but at least take me along with you. Yeah, you're like, can I come? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So one of my friends is hanging out with this one guy and she tells me, hey, Angie, I'm going to leave with this guy. And I was like, okay, yeah, of course. Just like, can you please text me when you get to his place? Text me when you're leaving. Yeah, make sure we know everything's okay. Yeah, and, Yeah. And the two guys that I'm talking to, one of them is saying to me, oh, did she leave, like, to go back to the hotel, as if I know what he's talking about. Then he was like, if you want, we can all go back to the hotel and, like, have drinks there. So I was like, okay, sure, I'll go with you guys back to the hotel. Okay, you're getting me a little worried now. I feel like we were on a really fun train, and now I'm like, are you oh my God. kidnapped? All right. No, 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 no. 
No okay. one's getting kidnapped. Nobody's okay. getting okay. kidnapped. Okay, everyone listening, no one is getting kidnapped. Keep listening to the story. <laughs> no one's getting kidnapped. No, it's super safe. Okay. They're very nice and respectful. Everything was consensual. Like okay. it was a fun time. So we would go to the hotel. We're all having like this after party with these guys. And like each of us kind of like have a guy that we're interested in. So I'm interested in this guy and I, I end up sleeping with this guy and it was a great night. <laughs> I feel like everyone has a great like sex story in New York City. Like it was great. It was a fun time. I just want to applaud you for for just being honest. Like no one on this show has said something like this yet. So kudos to you <laughs> for just telling the truth of what really made it a great fucking night was yeah. <laughs> you got laid by a hot guy from a club. <laughs> no but then this is where the this is where the story is like i had a fun night it was a great night i like go home and one of my friends is like oh we should go home together and share an uber and so while i'm in the car with one of my friends my other friend who left earlier in the night with one of the guys i texted her asking her hey we're leaving now where are you are you okay and she doesn't answer me for like five minutes. I'm overreacting. I just want to make sure that she's safe. Yeah. Maybe we should find these guys on Instagram. I forgot how we found him, but we found him. <laughs> okay. We found him on Instagram and he was, a, they were part of an NHL team. Oh, hockey players. Yes. And as I find him on Instagram, my friend replies to me and she was like, yeah, I'm safe. I just got home. And I'm like, okay, good. But while I'm on this Instagram, oh, they were a hockey team. That makes sense. Yes, they had just yeah. played a game at Madison Square Garden. Of course. And so everything is making sense. Everything is clicking. Maybe I can find the guy that I just like slept with. <laughs> and so I... <laughs> I'm literally on the edge of my seat right now. I can't tell where we are going with... The... Okay, sorry. So you try to find him. Yeah, so I find him and I find out that he is the team captain. Oh, who was it at this time? I can't say. I can't okay, say. Okay, okay. And I kid you not, Rachel, every single photo was his wife and his kids. Every oh, single photo was his no. wife and his kids. Yeah. Uh-oh. Every single photo was his wife. It was crazy. Okay, well, you didn't know. So I didn't know. Straight off the bat, you're fine and you're great. And he's the yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. I wasn't like at the club being like, I'm going to look for this guy's Instagram like yeah. in a moment. You don't assume that a man is married. You know, that's his responsibility. It's his responsibility to be like, oh, I have a wife and children at home right now. (laughs) And so I should not be taking you back to my hotel. Well, the thing is, like, you wouldn't have known. Listen, hockey isn't the biggest sport. Like, everyone knows who you are, like LeBron James or something like that. No one knows who hockey players are. Exactly. (laughs) Once again, you come off scotch-free and looking great so my friend who was with me in this car was like oh my god was the guy i slept with also married (laughs) we look at his instagram not only was he married but he got married a week before (gasps) that day a week before Wow. I would say 80% of this hockey team was married. The takeaway from this is like, I suppose, uh, ask someone if you meet them at a club who is in very fancy clothing and extremely handsome and very fit. If they're if they're married, I guess that's kind of like the takeaway. And listen, if they are and they tell you and as consenting adults, you decide that's something you want to do. I mean, I don't know. Then 
that's between yeah. those people. But maybe, maybe ask. But I think what we'll focus on for the part of this is <laughs> how much fun you had as like a young kid in New York City, finding a way at like 19 to be like, I don't got any money. I want to go out with my friends. I happen to be friends with some really like hot Danish girls. And here's how we're going to do it. <laughs> really hot Danish girl. <laughs> and even though it maybe didn't end on like, the best note for you and your friends, uh, you still had a lot of fun. It was very fun. And there were many nights like that, just like <laughs> going home at 4 a.m. and then having a statistics class at 8 a.m. in the same city <laughs> as if nothing happened. And you're like the most normal person ever. And you're like, at some point, this all ends. But it doesn't for you because you live in New York City. And so life will always be this exciting. You're seriously going to make me cry. Oh, no. I mean, I'm, la I'm laughing because this story is so great. But just that the truth of it is like, I mean, it's really what the show is about. That fun will never end. It might not always be the exact same or look like what that story was at 19. But the fun doesn't have to end. And you can always do yeah. this if you live in New York City. I love that. That's such a great ending to that story. I love that story in general. It's perfect. It's being in college and young in New York City. And it's a great story. But now I have to ask you the final question of the show. And seeing as you're a lifelong New Yorker, and let's just go ahead and say born and bred. What is your favorite thing about New York City? My favorite part about New York City is endless opportunities. One of my like toxic relationships that I have with New York City is knowing that if you really wanted to, you could because you're in the best city in the world. Like the opportunities are endless. They're everywhere. One day I was working a nine to five job in marketing and I just went to sleep one night and was like, I hate this life. I'm not happy. I'm meant to be a singer. That's who I've always been. And I woke up the next morning and I just started singing. I just, I was performing in jazz clubs. I was performing, you know, at a cocktail bar doing $60 gigs, singing for three hours. But at the end of the day, it was like, you know what? I was able to do that because I live in New York City because the opportunities are endless. If you're not living the life that you want to, it's because maybe you don't want to. If you're not living the life, how do I word that better? It is scary. You know, I don't have, you know, four weeks PTO anymore. I can't yeah. just like, call a sick day if I'm not feeling well. And I took that chance. And I wish like more people in New York City took that chance. You know, you're in the best city in the world. They can't do this in Arkansas. Like they can't just like change their <laughs> career in Arkansas. Like you can literally wake up in New York City and be like, I want to do something else and find a way and make it work and change your life. I love that. It's beautiful. It's poetic. You're saying it wonderfully. <laughs> it's such a great thing to love about New York City. You can do it. Like the opportunity is there for you and you can do it. I, I love it so much. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for your wonderful story. Thank you for being a lifelong New Yorker. I loved having you. Thank you so much. Yes, of course. And most of all, thanks, New York. They had fun. Thanks.